I'm the Failing Youth Pastor, and welcome to Monday Motivation. Welcome to episode number seven of Monday Motivation. I am your host, Travis Berry, a.k.a. The Failing Youth Pastor, and it is great to be with you, hopefully on this great Monday morning. Um, It's supposed to be rainy here in Minnesota tomorrow where I live, but I'm hoping that you have a wonderful Monday. And this podcast, these episodes, the Monday Motivation episodes, are really just to get your week started off well and hopefully with some encouragement from the word of God. So let's go ahead and jump into it. First Peter chapter one, verses six through nine, and they read like this. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. I love this passage of scripture because it really does remind me of a lot of the Psalms where you see, especially David, he will be lamenting And all of a sudden, he turns to rejoicing. He turns to glorifying God. And Peter kind of resembles this a little bit. The the flow seems a little bit different because it's not poetry, obviously. But the, the essence is the same. At least that's what I see here. So verse six reads like this. In all this, you greatly rejoice. And when he says in all this, he's talking about what we talked about last week. He's talking about the fact that we have a living hope because Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He's talking about the inheritance of salvation that has been guaranteed and guarded by the Holy Spirit of God and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. So that's what he's he's saying when he's referring to in all of this. He's referring to that inheritance of salvation that we have. So in all of this, the inheritance of salvation, you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. Peter understands that for the Christian, we can rejoice, but we are going to suffer. There are going to be trials that come our way. And for some of you listening to this right now, you're in that spot. You know what that's like. And if you aren't in that spot right now, you've probably been there before. You know what it's like to go through trials, to go through pain. You might even know what it's like to actually be persecuted for your faith. And Peter is saying you greatly rejoice even though, though now for a little while you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. We have joy. And Peter's going to hit on this a little bit later here in verse 8. And so we're not going to, to dwell on this right here, right now, but Peter says you're going to face trials, even though it may be for a little bit. 
And I know what it's like to go through trials, to go through pain, to go through hurt. And it feels like it takes forever. When you're in the middle of of a dark place, it feels like it takes a long, long, long time to get through it. But in the scope of eternity, this is a sliver in time. And Peter is encouraging believers to still have joy in all kinds of trials. And then verse 7, he says this, These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Our pain and our suffering and persecution isn't without meaning. The pain and suffering that you go through is not meaningless. There is purpose behind it. And sometimes it is for the benefit of those around you who see you going through trials but still having that joy, that joy in Christ. Sometimes it's even for yourself to grow your faith. In this same book, 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 14, Peter expands on this idea a little bit more when he says this, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. I, I, I love this, this phrasing here. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed. But there's another theme In this passage, in chapter 4 of the same book, as there is in chapter 1, and that is joy. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. And this is the thing that I think is toughest for me, is to remember the promise of God and to look forward to that day when I am made whole when I made complete, when I get my glorified body, when I get to reside in the new heavens and in the new earth where God is going to take away all of my tears, he's going to wipe away all of my pain, and I'm going to be made whole. I'm going to be made complete. And this is part of the promise of the inheritance that Peter talks about in 1 Peter chapter 3 through 5, which we talked about last week. And that should give us hope in the middle of the darkness. That should give us joy in the middle of the darkness because we have an inheritance, a promise that has been given to us as followers and believers in Jesus Christ. Even in the midst of darkness, even in the midst of pain and suffering, we look forward to the inheritance that is going to be ours So when Peter says, when these trials come, they prove the genuineness of your faith, it's not like God is trying to figure out who's with him and who's not, but rather, when you go through trials, it can bolster your faith. And I've seen people, they go through pain and hurt, and they get calloused towards God. I've seen people who have gone through pain and hurt, and they cling to the cross because they know that that is the only 
thing that could give them hope and the only thing that could give them joy. The suffering that we go to can be proven to to bring us genuine faith, and that will result in the praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So the pain and suffering that you go through can be gone through to the glory of Jesus, to the praise of Jesus, to the honor of Jesus. And so when we suffer, when we have pain, when we have hurt, we cannot take our eyes off of Jesus because he is what brings us joy in the darkness. He is what brings us hope when we feel hopeless. He is the one that gives us everything that we need when we go through trials. And then verse 8, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The person that that Peter is writing this letter to, the, the group of people, clearly did not see Jesus in his ministry. They, they did not see Jesus work the miracles. They didn't see Jesus rise from the, the dead. They, they didn't see any of that stuff. They are trusting in the words of the apostles who, who preach the good news to them. And, and just, just like us, when we read the scriptures, the Holy Spirit reveals to us the truthfulness of the writers of the scriptures. And Peter is saying, though you have not seen him, you love him. I have not physically seen Jesus. That's never happened in my life, but I love him. I love him because he is my savior. He purchased me on that cross. He paid for my sin on that cross. And he is the only hope for salvation. I love him because of that. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. So notice, there's you love him, you believe in him. And because of the love we have for Christ and because of the faith we have for Christ, what is the outworking of this? You are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Brother or sister, do you have joy? Last week, I talked about hope and the need for hope. The world also needs joy. The world needs to see joy through suffering. They need to see joy through pain and hurt. They need to see joy when things are going well. They need to see joy. And they need to know that they can have that joy found in Jesus Christ. Whatever you're going through, whatever pain you have or or anxiousness you have, whatever is, is going on, remember that you have been purchased on that cross, that you have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, and nothing can take that away. Nothing can take that away. And let that bring you joy. And as you go into this week, my hope and my prayer is that you will love Jesus that you will have faith and trust in Jesus and that you will have an inexpressible joy because of Jesus. Have a blessed week.